How do you define the word leadership? If you're like a lot of people, you probably use the word leadership is influence. But what does that mean? I mean, how does that actually help you lead? It doesn't really, does it? I find a better definition for the word leadership is this. Leadership is about producing results through other people. That's pretty operational, isn't it? You can actually use that every week. Now, if leadership is about producing results through other people, and it is, then when you're looking at your calendar, when you're looking at your schedule for the upcoming week, what should you be looking at? You shouldn't be looking primarily at what you're doing for the week. You should be looking at your people and what they're doing. And if that's true, because leadership is about producing results through other people, then the most important meetings that you should have on your calendar every week are your one-on-one meetings. Because those are the meetings that give you the greatest opportunity to create the greatest amount of leverage with the people who are supposed to be producing results through other people in your company. Literally, if you want to build a self-operating business and one that can literally double every 12 to 36 months, then one of the most important things you should be looking at in your calendar every single week is my one-on-ones. Like that's where I have the greatest leverage. That should be the high point of your week not something that you're not that interested in. Now, if you're one of those people as a business owner entrepreneur who really doesn't love one-on-ones, you should probably just ask the question, why? Like, why don't I look forward to this meeting that should be creating all this leverage, which would help me actually build the kind of business that I want so that it can grow and scale and double every 12 to 36 months? Like, why would I not be that excited about my one-on-ones? Well, there are a lot of reasons, for example. It could be that uh, you've never been trained in how to have effective one-on-ones. could be that you had a bad boss in the past who, you know, every time you got together for your one-on-ones, it was like a dump session on you and you hated your one-on-ones. It could be that there's some people on your team that you really don't like and you don't want to look forward to having to meet with them every single freaking week, uh, which is a different kind of problem. I mean, you, you just have to think through for you, what is holding you back from this meeting that really ought to be one of the high points of your week? So if it is an issue, then I encourage you to figure out what that is I can't solve all those problems, but what I can solve is the first one for you today. And I can help you understand how to have more effective one-on-ones. So how do you run a one-on-one meeting so that you look forward to it, it produces great results, you like it, they like it, and you both look forward to it because you're creating great leverage every single week. Well, if you want to do that, I'm going to give you three keys today. And if you follow these three things, I think you're going to love your one-on-one meetings. So number one, you need a consistent cadence. You need a consistent cadence. Now, when I talk to most business owners and entrepreneurs about their one-on-one meetings, the most frequent response is, yeah, we meet regularly. And I say, well, what does regularly meet? Well, in the last quarter, how many times have you met? Uh, Two? Three? Okay, so there's not really a good cadence. It's usually pretty sporadic. Even if you put it on the calendar, one or the other person cancels it all the time. And so there's really no regular, consistent cadence to their one-on-one meetings. In the BizScaler's world, we try to correct that. We say you should be meeting with your one-on-ones every single week for 30 minutes. Every week for 30 minutes. That means you put it on your calendar, you make it a recurring event, and both people are going to meet at least 40-some-odd times during the course of the year. Vacations or conferences or conflicts, but it should be 40-some-odd times a year. You're meeting with your direct reports every single week. Now, if you do that, can you imagine the kind of leverage that you could create with your one-on-ones. It'd be huge if you did it consistently. So my question to you is, when are you going to do it and do it consistently, right? And what I would recommend here is I tend to recommend that you always want to back them up one against another so that you kind of have a block of them. So let's say you have four direct reports. I would probably do, let's say, eight to nine, then take a half hour off and then do 9.30 to 10.30. 
So if between 8 and 10.30 every Tuesday, for example, you'd be meeting with your four direct reports. So every Tuesday morning, I know it's one-on-one time, and I'm going to meet with them individually. So I would block them in, in groups or all together. And whether you have three or five or four, whatever that number is, just do them in a morning or in an afternoon, back to back to back, with maybe just a little break in between if you have you know, three or four or five of them. All right. So I would just do that. When are you going to meet with them on a consistent basis? Block it in. Make it a recurring event. Do not cancel. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you need a consistent agenda. A consistent agenda. Again, for a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, they don't like it because they kind of get together. They don't know what they're supposed to do, so they just kind of talk. And, and then at the end, nothing really happens. Well, that's a bad meeting for any kind of meeting, right? You should always have an agenda. What are we trying to accomplish? So what I would recommend in Biscalers is we always encourage you to have an agenda every week, and it should follow the same format. We would like to recommend there are five key blocks of it, uh, and this would be the same thing that you'd use if you're doing a weekly staff agenda, right? Wins would be the first thing. Updates is two. Three is discussion items, which should be the bulk of your time. Four is going to be your information items, and five is going to be your action items. So you should create it in a place where you can keep it online, for example, on a server, put it in a folder, and every week you either have a running document or you have a new agenda. doesn't make any difference. Both people get to contribute to the agenda. So it's not that you have to do all the work. It's not that they have to do all the work. Both of you are doing the work because you're looking forward to this one-on-one time that you're going to have together. And so, you know, they're going to put in their wins. Then they're going to put in their updates. So if they have some metrics, um, both of you might have assignments from the previous week. So you're going to update, you know, did you get your assignment done or where is it in process? And then when it comes to the discussion items, which should be the majority of the time, they're going to say, hey, there are these items I need to talk about. You're going to say, here are these items I need to talk about. You also might put in some developmental items in there as well. So that your part of your job is to coach them. So you might have, maybe you're reading a book together. So we're going to do chapter three uh, next week. And both of you need to you know, be ready for that discussion. Um, let's just say that, uh, you know, you have in leadership, uh, in the Biscalers Club, we have leadership lessons. You might want to assign them a leadership lesson in there. So you're going to just put all that stuff for discussion and development in there. Then just information items. Maybe there might be a couple things you want them to know that are coming up. There might be some things they want you to know that are coming up. And then action items you fill in at, during the meeting of the things that you're going to make decisions about in that meeting. So if you have a meeting and there are no action items, that's usually a bad meeting, right? So you should have some action items from there. And those action items have become you know, part of the updates for the next week's agenda. It's pretty simple. And when you run the same agenda every single week, you're going to find that your meeting is going to be far more productive because you're not just meeting to talk. You actually have an agenda and both people contribute to it. And I would suggest that it should always be filled out at least a day ahead of time, right? So everyone's got some prep time. And that leads to the third issue, which is consistent prep. So you have a consistent cadence, a consistent agenda, and then you need consistent prep. The problem for a lot of one-on-ones is that people just kind of meet and they make it up as they're going along. That's usually a bad meeting. You want both people to come prepared because you know that the, the more preparation people put into a meeting, the better the meeting is going to be. So if you put together an agenda ahead of time and everyone kind of knows what the you know, general outline is going to be, then it allows both people to be pre- prepared. So they're going to put in their metrics ahead of time. And you're going to be able to read those and you're going to say, okay, I need to talk about this one. I don't need to talk about any of the rest of them because they're all on track. Not a problem. That's awesome. Um, If you have some discussion items, you need to make sure you go back and read the chapter. You're ready. They've read the chapter. You're ready. If you're assigning like we do here in Biscayless Club at a leadership lesson, you've listened to it. They've listened to it. Maybe you have some questions uh, that you're going to be discussing about it, but you're prepared for the meeting. 
And if you put all that stuff in ahead of time, then all of a sudden that meeting isn't a waste of time. You That meeting is highly valuable because you're trying to figure out how do I create the most leverage through this person? How do I help them become the best version of them? How do I make sure that they're getting done what they need to get done? So if we need to spend time discussing a problem, then we put it into that discussion block and we're going to solve the problem together. Both people come prepared for a discussion about that problem. They're not making it up in real time. They've actually thought about it and now you're going to solve it together. So if you just do those three things, you have a consistent cadence, you have a consistent agenda, and then you have a consistent uh, preparation for both parties, you're going to have great one-on-ones. And if you do that 40 some odd times a year, can you imagine the kind of leverage that you're going to create in your direct reports? Can you imagine how much better they're going to be at leading their team, at managing their team, at producing results in the team? Because you're meeting every single week. And you're going to have better employees. They're going to be better and more effective. They're going to feel better about themselves. You're going to feel better about them. Your company is going to be able to grow and scale faster if you just master this thing that most people tend to forget. It's the joy of an art of having great one-on-one meetings. So I hope you found this helpful. If you did, I'd encourage you to, uh, if you're watching this by YouTube or podcast, you make sure you subs- hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you'd like Some more information about growing and scaling your company faster. I encourage you to take a look at the three-week MBA. That's letter the number three, weekmba.com. I've got a free course for you there that you can use to help you grow and scale your company. These are 21 of my favorite lessons about growing and scaling. And then make sure you check in next week, whatever platform you're listening on. If you haven't hit the like button or subscribe button, make sure you do that. And uh, my commitment to you is to give you insights and information that can help you uh, build and grow a scale and scale a self-operating business that can double every 12 to 36 months. So until next week, to your accelerated success, Bruce out.